Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Rick, was that fast enough tonight? Okay. I guess it was too fast for Rick. All right. Good afternoon, Mr. I'm, Trey Biddy. I'm sorry. What would you ask me, Randy? <laughs> oh, you asked me something. You said you're too fast. I was watching something. I'm sorry. Because I figured you'd come on with Trey and then Biddy. interrupted my introduction. Yeah, I'm I mean, sorry. Come on, Rick. Okay, here's what I was doing. I will confess. And I've already watched it once. Have you all watched, I told you yesterday, Randy, the SEC shorts on how Michigan cheats. Yeah. It is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, basically, it makes it look like they made sure everybody could see exactly what they were doing. <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, make sure to send that through my public Venmo account. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah it was good. Use this, use this they, Michigan credit card. Those guys do an card. amazing job. And, yeah. yeah, quick turnarounds and stuff on all their shows and stuff. They're, they're out there every week coming up with new material. Do a good job. And they did that yesterday. They actually did one, but they do one every Monday, too. And yeah. in the Monday one, as they were going through, you know, the games from the week before, they always do that. And somebody said something about signs, and a guy popped in the door with a Michigan uniform and said, somebody say something about signs? <laughs> 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 These guys are hilarious. Anyway, sorry to interrupt your uh, introduction, Trey. Well, hold on. I'll do it again. That way, Trey. Yeah, feels- please do. Please Now do. to Trey Betty, brought to you by... Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Trey, do we need to email this to you so that when you're doing some of your uh, hog sports stuff, you can just play it at the very beginning so you'll feel comfortable? Play it at the beginning? Yeah, like you're you're doing your hog sports live, uh, uh, that kind of stuff. And I, I'd realize it'd be hard to edit it in before you do your walk and talk, but uh... yeah, you just you want you want to just run my segment on on the show, and then I just do it once. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is that what you're asking? Okay, we. I think, I think we kind of missed on that one. Let's uh, talk with uh, Darren. Darren, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? I do, kind of all of you. little perspective. I was born in 1973, basically a founding member of Generation X. Yes, Full sir. disclosure. Yeah. I've been listening to sports radio since the mighty 1010 AM. And Woo. I listen to Trey's show on Spotify or whatever it is and enjoy it. I'm not a football coach, but I play one on the PlayStation. <laughs> I have. Okay. We have been absolutely the abused stepchild in this conference since the early aughts, at least. And we have been passed over and used by every big-name coach since Danny Ford. And I think as Razorback fans, at least we should give Sam Pittman the benefit of the doubt that he is honest when he says this is his last job. 
at best, totally believe him. He's been real close. They have been real close three or four times this year. Now, we've had lots of coaches that have been real close (laughs) to winning 10 games. But have you ever seen a situation at any school, in any conference, that has been treated the way the Razorbacks have, but yet, with the record we have, have a better opportunity to not only save his job, but keep the program one step above the absolute worst team in the conference if he wins out the rest of this year. And I tried to articulate that the best I can. But so, uh, anyway, so what, what exactly... So what exactly is the question that you're asking Trey to answer or the question, any of us to answer? The question, is, the question is, with the schedule we have left, yeah. with the change that he has made at offensive coordinator, yeah. if this works and they somehow miraculously win the rest of these games, have you ever seen a situation where a coach, a better situation or that a coach could, number one, save his job, and number two, keep a program on a very low upward climb. I see. Okay. In other words, keep keep the arrows pointing up. Yeah. Everybody. Okay. I get. I it. realize what the what the record would be if we did win right. out or lose one of the last ones. Sure. But okay. keep that downward or level arrow as the worst team in the SEC. Yeah. on a slow, steady incline, whereas one day in a couple of years, if if we get back to somewhere we where we were around when Houston Up was coach, yeah. how we can a new up-and-coming super football brain because we're never going to get the big name. We, we should know that as Hog fans by now. We're only going to get used and abused by big-name football coaches. Okay, and I, great. Okay. All right, Aaron. Thank All right, you. Trey, Trey, you get where he's going? Um, well, my answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> You're funny. Okay. Okay. Would you like to do a walk and talk? Wow, on that, that one. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not 100% sure. Well, um, basically, what he's saying is could they somehow salvage this season to where people at the end of the year yeah. still feel good about the program. Sam's still here, and you're not among the worst in the And the arrow is not pointing down. Right. Just the, just the way that this shapes up, you know, and it kind of goes back to some of the things I've been saying. When you look at it on the outset right now, you might say no, you know, because you're in this losing streak. If you're at the end of a four-game winning streak – no matter what's happened before, I promise you, you feel different emotionally uh, about the situation and what transpired before the winning streak started. So, yes, there is an opportunity. Uh, they have a bye week here. They're coming off probably the worst four-game stretch of any team in the country. Um, you know, heading to that you know Mississippi State game. Obviously, that wasn't part of that. They should have should have figured that one out. But um, you know, heading into this bye week, and then you know. There are opportunities. You know, Florida's, I've said before at the beginning of the season, this is probably the worst Florida team that Arkansas has faced in the swamp. Uh, So, 
you know, there's that. Uh, and then your next they're at home. And Auburn's got, you know, a first-year coach with a changeover. They don't necessarily have a good quarterback situation. You should beat FIU. We've said that before. Oh, they're teams. awful. I watched they them last be, but, night. Yeah, FIU is not good. Uh, and then you round it out with Missouri. Is Missouri, are they posers? Are they, you know, really a 6-1 and one football team? Uh, their schedule has not been anything like Arkansas's, but you have to give them credit for – winning the games that are out in front of them, and they have owned Arkansas the last eight years. I mean, they just straight have. But it's in Fayetteville. You know, if you can if you can somehow pull that off, and it sounds crazy to say win four in a row after you just lost six in a row. Yeah. If you can somehow pull that off, I have said before, I think that would probably be an ideal situation when you consider, you know, what this defense has coming back next year, the coaches that they've assembled on the defensive side of the ball. If they can get the offense fixed for next year, um, this could be, you know, a good program. And we've talked about, you know, you talked about the stepchild of the SEC. We always seem to get messed over. And, you know, I think all fans feel that way about Arkansas. The the schedule's never just, you know, justified. You always catch Vanderbilt when they're a nine-win team, you know. And um, it, it just it always seems to play out like that. And next year's schedule's not that bad, guys. I mean – it's more manageable, I think. Um, you know, you don't have Alabama, you don't have Georgia. Uh, I think it it you know worked out pretty well in Arkansas's favor relative to other teams in the SEC. And I feel like I'm saying that for the first time in 20 years that I've been covering hmm. this team. I mean, it's still a daunting schedule in the SEC, but it's it, I don't think it's going to be anything like it has been. Now the times haven't been announced and stuff, but the the slate has been laid out of the teams that they have to face. So I think they're all at um, 11 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> all at 11 yeah. o'clock that's right <laughs> well next year the new uh espn schedules come out maybe they'll yeah, change it up a little bit right. maybe they'll get some 1105 games something like that <laughs> it's about when they are they're 1103 now yeah 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 okay trey i've i've got <clears throat> gen x is 50 years old by the way he's a founding Golly. member boy that's hard to believe isn't it mm. yeah i'm a member myself mm. Uh, Trey, this is from our Asher Record Service Company live feed and feedback. Adam says, Trey, what's your hot board for the offensive coordinator search, and what would you like to see, who would you like to see to get hired to the position? Do you think Sam Pittman will be fired at the end of the season if we don't win out? If they don't win out, fired? Potentially, yeah. I think that's definitely possible. If they went three out of four, you know, maybe, maybe he's retained. Um, if they if they went out, I think he probably saves his job. You know, I mean, you're you're talking about being bowl eligible at that point, um, and I know that's not it where anybody wants to be or where anybody projected to be with this team. But that would be a strong finish given you know the struggles that the offense had. That would probably mean they got a lot of things corrected. I've not had a time to you know just dive full into you know who the candidates might be uh, for them for offensive coordinator I do think that another problem you could run into with retaining Pittman is he might be viewed as a lame duck mm-hmm. coach you know by coordinator candidates out there and do you want to go you've worked all your life you've moved place to place since you're 20 years old 21 years old you've moved from one job to the next and you know, finally got yourself in a situation where you're viewed as a power five level offensive coordinator candidate and 
you know, you're going to torpedo your career in your mind. You know, is there a possibility I torpedo my career by going to Arkansas and coaching for a guy in year five that's coming off of a six-win season? You know, um, that could be a hard sell. So I think ideally uh, the offense comes out and looks great and Kenny Guyton is elevated. That would be ideal. That's a stretch, you know, that that's going to happen. I mean, all these things are stretches. That they're going to win four in a row or that Kenny Guyton's, you know, new implementation of the offense is going to be, you know, so electric that he's the new hot name coordinator in college football. And, you know, all those things are almost sound like pipe dreams. They kind of do. But um, as far as, you know, who would be a good candidate to, to replace his coordinator, you know, Pittman's been around the block a lot, so he knows a lot of people. I'm sure he could find somebody, but um, people that are like come up with a hot board and, you know, these are the A-plus candidates, uh, I think that might be a stretch, you know, just just kind of situation that they're in right now. Let's talk to maybe, Savage. Maybe Browse oh. would come back. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> maybe he goes, gets Dow Loggins, steals him back from uh, – yeah. South Carolina. That's not. That's not. <laughs> I mean, South Carolina is what the second worst they, offense yeah. in the SEC. Yeah, right exactly. Now, so. yeah. <laughs> Savage. Good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yes, sir. Now, Trey, I'm not going to ask you to solve some riddle. Which arrow is pointing wherever down up? Uh, I won't. I won't put you through that. But there's there's two different scenarios that could play off Sam Pittman. You you win a couple games and go into the next season with some positivity, or you come out and you get embarrassed in some SEC games and you get it, you know, lose or win close against FIU, that's going to be a problem. What's your thought? Yeah. No, I, I think you're right, and nobody's really talking about that. There's also the potential for implosion. You know, they, they're they 2-6. and six. They're saying all the right things, but internally, um, you know, there are – big issues and they completely implode i mean their next trip is on the road yeah. at florida now they haven't they haven't been whipped by anybody this year the closest thing that they got you know whipped was texas a&m and that was i think largely because texas a&m's defensive front was just such a mismatch for arkansas's offensive line but nobody's nobody's just straight whipped them um I mean, that's obvious. They've lost about an average of six points. Nobody's beaten them by more than seven, aside from A&M, beat them by 12. But, yeah, there's a possibility yeah. for that, and that's something, you know, not everybody has discussed, really, uh, the potential for a complete implosion, which could happen. Well, and and everybody should start saying some more. Stop talking about the Dan Eos factor and start talking about the defensive coach. He's done an amazing job. Everybody thought it was going to be the worst thing we ever did, losing Odom. This dude's picked it up and ran with it, and we're actually better this year than we were with Odom. And then talk about the wide receivers, Trey, and I'm going to get off here. Appreciate it. This is the best defense that Arkansas has had since when? 14? Got to go back a while. Rob, uh, what was his name? Rob Smith. Rob. When they uh, had... That didn't sound right. No, that's right. Oh, is it? Okay. Rob. Yeah. Rob Smith was a, uh, you know, Miller Light and vanilla ice cream kind of guy. He's a... You know, that's the kind of name he's got, too, Rob Smith, just a plain old name. Hmm. And Rob was, uh, you know, he he made a big splash his first year at Arkansas. Yeah, but did. they also had Martrell Spate, uh, who went to the NFL, Tevin Mitchell, who went to the NFL, um, Trey Flowers, NFL, Darius Phylon, NFL, Dietrich Wise, NFL. 
I don't believe Chris Smith was on that thing. I think Chris Smith was already gone. Yeah, he'd been gone actually. Um, so that was a pretty that was a pretty stacked defense. You know, they had that triangle philosophy that they would use. Um, you know, with Flowers, Spate, and uh, Phylon all together. Uh, so I think it's probably the best defense they've had since then. Now that was top ten nationally. I believe they were ten in one category in scoring and nine in total yards given up. So that was a pretty stout unit. Let's talk with uh, A.B. A.B., good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. A.B. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm here. I'm Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, Trey, I, I know I'm going to sound like I called in. I'm the one that called in last week or a couple of weeks. <laughs> I'm putting up numbers like Chad Morris's team. Uh, and by that, it's a uh, but I will. I, I, will call I haven't heard anything you said so far, except for Chad Morris. All right, AB, I'm going to put you, I'm going to put you in hold. Damon, if you'll check on him, let's see if we can get a better signal. That's um, that's pretty rough right there. Uh, let's see this from our Asher Record Service Company live feedback. Underdog says, "Ask Trey who he thinks will win the SEC West." and the national championship this year? SEC West, I think, will go to Alabama. And national championship, I don't think Alabama's got a national championship team. I would I would have to go with Georgia, I guess, to three-peat, although I think that's unlikely. Somebody, I think somebody will probably get them. I'll take the field versus Georgia. Randy, I'm not sure who that would be. Too. If Brock Bowers doesn't get back by the time they get into the postseason, yeah. they'll struggle. And believe for all their with cheating scale and all that, Michigan's probably the best team right now. They're the hottest team for sure. Yeah, yeah, they're good. Of course, maybe because the other they know what the other team's going to do every play. I don't know. Yeah, but but did the sure Patriots win in spite of Inflategate? Yes, they did that year. Yep. Yeah, it'd kind of be a similar deal, I guess. Except for that was not anywhere near. <laughs> yeah, plus, <laughs> no, no, no. And plus, if let's say the NCAAs and even the Big Ten, I don't think we'll punish them before the season's over, so they'll probably get through the playoffs. Oh, yeah. It'll take them a while to get through all the findings. Have, they'll, then they'll have to vacate whatever <laughs> they do, right? Right, and then they tell the fans, you did not enjoy any of those wins. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all right, let's, uh, let's try A-B again, see if it works. AB, are you back? Yeah, can you hear me now? Uh, yes, yeah. sir. It was we had a very okay. difficult time understanding what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got you. Hey, Trey, I, I'm calling in. Listen, I, it, I guess y'all can call me Navy Mike or whatever. Uh, but but I hear people calling in talking about Pittman and this year. This this is not and 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 I'm not I'm not angry at anybody. I'm just a loud person. So, uh, but I want to hear Trey's response to this. This is not a one-year deal. We're, we're talking about this four-game stretch away from home. That's all I heard was, was how bad it was. Well, our games in Fayetteville, dating back to last year, we're two and four in Fayetteville in our last six home games with losses to Mississippi State, BYU, and Liberty. And the one before that, we had to have a miracle punt return against Missouri State. Imagine if we lose that Missouri State game last year and we're five and seven. We saw signs 
of this thing going downhill last year when Dan Enos was nowhere to be found around the Arkansas program. Last year was was underwhelming. We lost at home to, 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 to Liberty, got beat by Missouri. There's so many things that are there. And, and, and what I'd like to ask you, Trey, if somebody asked you earlier and you said possibilities, so I'm going to put the pressure on you. I just want to see what you, if you'll answer it. Okay. If we go two and two, if we go two and two the, these next four games, which I think is possible, we go two and two these next four games, and you had to make a bet on whether Pittman was getting fired or whether he was being retained, what would your bet be? I think I might put the two, house two on and fire. Two and two or worse. Okay. House on fire. Right. And, and that's, yeah. Yeah, and, that's, and, and people are calling in saying, hey, we're not going to get a big name. We're not going to do this. Well, number one, I don't think we have to have a big name to, average, to, to win eight games at Arkansas. We're asking for eight and four seasons here. I'm not asking for a national championship. And then secondly, Bobby Petrino was a big name. Uh, if you'll remember, Brett, Brett Bielema was a big name. The guy had yeah. like three Big Ten championships. and I mean, it didn't work out, but he was a big name. Everybody he was viewed was as the biggest hire in college football. Thank you, yeah, A.B. Yeah. That's right. Trey. Yeah, he was. We will talk with you tomorrow. TreyMediaFoxSports.com.